Welcome everyone to the UIBuzz.com podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. On this podcast, we talk about topics like user interaction, user design, interface design, application development. It might be tools, techniques, or trends, anything along those lines. So why don't we go ahead and let's get into it. In this episode, I'm going to talk about Talwind CSS. So the first thing to point out is if you go to talwindcss.com, T-A-I-L-W-I-N-D-C-S-S.com, you're going to find the libraries there that I'm talking about. So what is it? It's a utility-first CSS framework is how they describe it. So what does that mean? It's a whole massive library of CSS classes that you can combine together to get the layout that you want to use, which at first I was skeptical, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm using a library, but actually this is so fantastic that I'm, I'm now using it for everything that I work on for the web. Now, when it comes to installing it, really the best way is to follow their instructions and their suggestions, which is you're going to do an NPM install of Talwin CSS. They recommend doing post CSS and auto prefixer as well to take care of some of the housekeeping, which I think is a good idea. You can just use it out of the box like that, right? You can just do an NPM install and then include the CSS like you normally would in your project and away you go using the classes. If you want to, they do have the option for you to set various configuration items of which I use one of them. So what you can do is if you do something like npx talwin CSS space init, it's going to create a talwin.config.js file for you. And the beauty of that is it's going to have the format, the sort of the JSON layout there ready for you. But in there, you can put any configuration for anything that you want to override. So for example, I like to have all of my containers um, centered. So I have a configuration item in there that tells all of, if I'm using a container by default, center it unless I say otherwise. So it's kind of a global level setting overwrite there. Now, moving on from that though, their documentation is absolutely fantastic. And you can find it if you just go to talwincss.com forward slash docs, you're going to find it there. And the beauty of this is not only does it list all the classes, but it has a lot of very good examples, very easy to understand just visually by looking at the diagrams and then referring to the code. And it's going to get you up and running in no time. And it, it's just beautiful. It's, it's just some of the best documentation I've seen. So picking a couple, for example, you have containers, there's some for flex, all of those kind of things, all the different layout options, floats, positionings, overflows, you know, all of those, right? So for example, on the flex, you can just go in and you can just say to it, okay, there's a class called flex. It's as simple as that. Now you may be wondering about things for responsive sizing. Well, that's taken care of for you as well. Out of the box, what happens is each of the classes actually has a responsive version. So let's talk about that just very quickly so that you can understand how the responsive design works. You can actually go into the configuration and put anything you want in there, but out of the box, they're going to give you various sizes. They reference them throughout the classes as SM, 
MD, LG, XL, and 2XL. And they're basically media queries, right? So for example, SM is a media query with a width of 600, minimum width of 640 pixels. MD is 768 and so on and so on. So if you want to override and use a different class at a particular browser or screen size setting, you can actually do that there. What you do is you just prefix the class with, you know, one of those breakpoints, right? So you do like MD colon, you know, flex, for example, if you want to use flex at the medium size. So that's how that works. And that is throughout all the classes. So that's great because, you know, for example, when I do my mobile layouts, I drop off a lot of the padding on the sides of the screen because you don't want to do a small phone device, for example, or a tablet. You really want to get as much content on there as you can. So I would use those prefixes in that case. Moving on from there, you know, like I say, there are classes for just about everything. There's flex, there's grid layout, there's box alignment. Justification ones are very useful. You can just say, you know, justify dash left or justify dash right, justify dash center, and it's going to figure it all out for you. So you basically combine, like I say, all these different classes together to get the layout that you want. Same for the padding, the margin, the space between, all of those sizing, they're all there as well. There's a whole ton of typography classes, which is very nice to make that easy. One of the things I really like, and I'm going to use the background one here as an example. If you, you know, go in and you want to have a specific background color, they, they have a whole bunch of color presets in their libraries that are just really nice and very easy to use. So, for example, let's just say you wanted to have a medium gray kind of background. You can just specify a class of BG-Gray-200 and it's going to apply that for you, right? So it's going to put in the CSS for a background color of medium gray and work out the opacity in that as well. And like I say, you should really look those over. They have a fantastic color palette there. Even if you just use those quickly for checking your layout, doing your prototyping, all of that kind of stuff, it's just very handy to have all of these presets, very large range of colors in there to work with. We have transitions and animation classes in there. There's transforms, a whole bunch of interactivity ones for setting the cursor. So let's say you want to set the cursor when you roll over something, you can just apply a class like cursor. You could do cursor-weight and it's going to show the, the change the cursor to the weight uh, cursor for any particular system. You can do obviously, you know, things like the pointer. You can do cursor dash pointer for a click, anything like that, right? They're all built in there, ready for you to take advantage of them. It's, it's just fantastic. So check it out, right? You really got to see this thing and play with it. But like I say, go to talwincss.com. Look at the documentation there. Give it a go. I really like this framework and I'm always skeptical about using frameworks, especially for something like CSS. But I've been using this with Next.js and Gatsby and it's, it's just working brilliantly. You can use it with any of your frameworks and they give you a whole bunch of different examples of how you can go in and install it. So if you need to figure out how to get it to work with one of the frameworks that you're using, right out the box, you can just go to their documentation and it'll give you instructions for Next.js, Vue 3, Laravel, Nuxt, 
React and Gatsby there, so they're right there, but it's pretty much the same format as you would in, install. Like I say, it's easiest to do it with NPM. That's it. That's all I got this week. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Reach out to me on Twitter at UIBuzz or go to UIBuzz.com. Really love to hear what you, you think about it, but I'm just super impressed with this particular framework, and I think I'll probably be using it for a while.